Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On today's podcast, we are speaking to AEW Chief Brand Officer Brandy Rhodes. We're talking all things Rhodes to the top, new mom life, being a professional wrestler. Plus, we discuss People Magazine's selection of Paul Rudd as the sexiest man alive for 2021. It all happens right here on this podcast. We are joined by none other than the chief brand officer of All Elite Wrestling, professional wrestler, host of Shot of Brandy, star of Roads to the Top, New Mama, my pal, my girl, Brandy Rhodes. Hi. Um, thank you for making me feel really special there. I feel like what I'm uh, here to do. I forget all the, um, I guess, uh, auxiliary titles <laughs> that I have here. I'm so, here to uh, plug them in. Plenty. I let Big everyone list. know what you're doing. I was nice to hear your entrance music. We were just saying before you hopped on, I'm like, we don't get to hear that very often because we need I, some more uh, singles matches here for Brandy Rhodes. Let's go. That let's bot go. is looking ready to go, by the way. I know that you're not supposed to talk about like women and their snapback and all the pressures that happen with that, but like you've up and done it. Thank you very much. I feel like we should talk about it. Why not? I like to talk about everything uncomfortable about pregnancy. I know. So have you, Renee. You're so funny. You, you, like, you look amazing. Sometimes you're like, I don't, you know, but I'm like, whatever. Oh, by the it way, I, I got a pair, I got a pair of boyfriend jeans. They're just not flattering on anybody. Remember we were no. having this talk? They just don't, like, they don't make anybody else look good, but they are comfortable. So I'm going to wear them anyways, because it's like what people do, I guess, if you want to be considered in the end. So I... I'm going to play play but no they don't i they're not cute they accentuate mm. the fupa i don't love it but i also own them and i wear them so it is what it is <laughs> brandy where do you stand on the boyfriend gene are you pro uh, or are you con i've not tried them i just live in the skinny gene like that skin i'm I, I that's what i want can we just hang on to the skinny gene i'm with yes, you i need can. it yes yeah she is a skinny i i still i'm like i wear these jeans and i'm like this is not cute and here i am leaving my house like what am i doing right now so well, i, I like to be like i like to be more oversized up top and i also like a narrow boot a narrow boot does not go with the the baggy yeah. pant that's my right. thing too i prefer like tight bottoms loose top kind of thing yeah and I end up loose top, it. loose bottoms, and I just look like a homeless person. I look like I I'm them. not contributing but to I'm, society. But I'm really comfortable. I mean, they are comfortable. I'm not going to lie. They are, for me, <laughs> mine are comfortable. Brandy, okay, so we just finished a couple weeks ago the first season of Roads to the Top. How was the entire reality show experience for you? Just being mic'd up. Uh, you've got cameras in your face. You were pregnant, then had a baby during that. Like, you had everything in the world going on at once how did you manage to get through that <laughs> it actually went pretty well uh all things considered because um like you said uh, being pregnant was was very tough um i usually like i'm pretty good at just making things work like you know still being as man i don't know if you can hear all this but the, the dog is barking um somebody really? is now doorbell um what the heck I, <laughs> this is real life this is what we wanted you to tune in for so yeah let's see you got the ring app happening who's there an amazon package what'd oh, you get no it's, somebody they they delivered something and then they just walked away so thanks for ringing the doorbell and then walking away 
appreciate See, that. I like Standard. I like when they just don't like because yeah, you ring the doorbell and all hell is about to break loose. I'm gonna get is my phone's going to tell me that the thing has been delivered. I don't need the doorbell ring on top of that. It's just gonna create like it's chaos in my house. I have a little sign that says "baby sleeping, don't knock" or whatever, and so usually I avoid the door the the doorbell ringing because you're right. I have oh, a dog and it's so annoying. Yeah, when, you know, as soon as they hear that, it's like, oh, it's time to do my job. I know. Uh, all chaos yeah. breaks loose. So dumb dogs. <laughs> they're sweet, but they're dumb. Um, Brandy, was there anything while you were filming Roads to the Top that got left on the editing room floor that people would be interested in? I feel like there must so, have been a lot. I mean, between you and Cody and the entire Rhodes family, by the way, your family's adorable as all hell in the show. Oh, thank you. They will love to hear that from you. <laughs> um, yeah, so much stuff. So much stuff. We We shot so much footage and so you know what? i'm glad i'm glad we're talking about roads to the top because i've seen some people saying online you know it's the usual suspects the ones that you know hate their lives and they want everybody to die um they they've been saying you know their their season got cut to only six episodes bitch it was only six episodes to start to begin with so no bitch. you're not right the six episodes we had six episodes that's what they usually do with a new reality show to see what happens um yeah why would we film 20 episodes if nobody's watching it well then they've wasted a, a crap ton of episodes so there was only six episodes so so suck on that <laughs> suck on that keyboard warriors there was only six episodes yeah. to begin with um exactly. what about well i want to know about this heat that you have with teal <laughs> because I felt like that to me was like, ooh, tell me more about this. I wanted to watch all of that. So Misha, just so you know, Teal is Brandy's sister-in-law. Uh, and, and Teal okay. would go on the show and just talk some mad shit. Yeah, Teal is. So the thing with Teal, and I feel like the reason Teal and I have had constant, like, we're like bulls just coming together all the time. Uh, but like the reason is is there's a lot of similarities but a lot of polar differences so like similarities being both me and teal are kind of the life of the party we like to you know have fun we like to have our friends around we you know we like to be the storyteller and all this stuff so when you got two at the same party one of them's going to be like jockeying for a position and i feel like i didn't know this about teal at first so i'm like leading everything and then she's sitting there looking at me like bitch this is my role. <laughs> <laughs> I figure out, oh, Teal likes to be the life of the party too. Um, <laughs> so I think I think a lot of times she thinks I just came in and kind of started like taking taking her crap because like she likes to boss Cody around and then here now he has a wife. So somebody's already somebody's here to boss him around. Um, you don't need to do it. So like <laughs> a lot of this stuff, I think we just rub each other the wrong way in the beginning. But then there's these big fundamental differences. So like Teal is, um, you know, she's from the South. Um, I'm from the North. Uh, she's a very, um, in the South, it's very common for women to um, just aspire to be, you know, stay at home moms and like homemakers and things like that. Like, honestly, until I moved to the South, I didn't know anybody who who was that. Like, I didn't know anybody that, that had it like that, you know, <laughs> like all yeah. my friends was just like, so like, it's something that I was like, oh, okay, that's great. That's cool. But then I think she thought that that's the life that once I married her brother, I would just automatically take on. And so I was like, well, no, I'm going to, you know, be working and stuff. And like, you know, it's been, uh, it took us, you know, eight years to, to have a child and stuff. And like, I think she was just kind of like, no, this is your job. Like you should be like quitting. You should have a baby, um, give my brother children, like do these things for my brother. 
where I was just like, your brother doesn't want that though, you know? So I think she was doing a lot of like big sistering for him that he never asked for. Fair, fair enough. Uh, for people that don't know, Brandy and I were pregnant the entire, like our babies are five days apart. So weird. And, and five days <laughs> apart. So what's funny is that when John and I, when I was like, hey, I'm ready to go. Let's have a baby. Let's get this party going. I had been talking to Brandy about that literally the month prior we were both together in Jacksonville I'm like it's happening it's go time and you're like yeah I think us too and then lo and behold we're like girl you pregnant shit I'm pregnant too what like we were not (laughs) expecting it to happen that way uh so we were able to you know kind of lean on each other a lot throughout the pregnancy now having the babies so it's pretty cool when we can actually get our babies together in the same room is going to be a hell of a magical moment I cannot wait I seriously can't wait. I talk to her all the time about her friend, Nora. That she's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're going to meet your friend Nora one day. Is she your best friend? And she's just looking at me like, who the hell is Nora? <laughs> <laughs> who is this child you speak of? How has it been for you um, getting back into the fold? I mean, I know you kind of bounced back into wrestling pretty quickly as well. I mean, you, you showed up, you, you were, you know, you were right beside Cody. What were you six, eight weeks? How long after having a uh, oh. lib? It was exactly three months. So whatever that is. It was quick. It was quick. But how has it been for you kind of juggling all of those things? You have so much on your plate. And like you said, I mean, I know that you're such an ambitious person. You want to be working. You want to take all those things on. Uh, But how is it when you're really in the thick and in the eye of the storm of all that? Um, It's hard. (laughs) I will definitely tell you it's it's tough. Um, And, you know, I, I think if you don't think there's going to be some kind of adjustment, you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe no matter what your life looks like before that, it's a, it's a huge adjustment and, and, you know, a lot is going to change. Um, but I think, you know, for me, one thing that's been really grounding is her. Uh, yeah. So before, like I would freak out if something didn't get done that was supposed to get done. Like I would freak out, have a huge temper tantrum, act like the, the world depended on, you know, shooting this episode of shot of brandy that didn't get done or whatever and now it's just kind of like well i'm just gonna go home to my kid and uh we'll regroup and we'll figure it out yeah yeah <laughs> like it really hey, puts everything into perspective yeah it really does like it really does so um thankful thankful for that i don't know i, I don't know that everybody appreciates that because like we've learned we were starting to learn that like Brandy's not as responsive as she used to be um I think mm-hmm. it's starting to people be like hmm I don't know that we like this mother version of <laughs> mother right, Brandy okay. really <laughs> takes no shit yeah that's how I kind of feel right now I, I know you were really open and I uh, did a post uh, a little while back talking about um postpartum that you were dealing with how is everything with that and how is that uh, I guess the journey, I hate saying, how was your journey with that? Uh, but, but how has that been for you now? Um, things have been so, so, so much better. Um, and I think it's just a time thing. I really do. I think, you know, everybody that I talk to that goes through something like that, they always told me like, you know, with time, it just got a lot better. And in my situation, it was more of more of an anxiety situation than depression, because, you know, I was very happy. And, you know, obviously, I'm very in love with this baby and, you know, having, you know, the time of my life figuring things out with her. But at the same time, I kept thinking everything was going to happen bad to her. Um, And it just was debilitating, like it would it would be crazy. It would like make my body feel a weird way to have like some weird thought pop in my head, like, I'd be driving and then I'd be like, what if this car just, just, you know, hits the median and mm-hmm. crashes, 
and you know what happens to the baby and then like my body would just like go cold and like I couldn't think and then I'd be like wait you got to snap out of this you're driving a car um <laughs> you have to like you, you have to get past this like stop stop letting this do this to you but I would do it all the time um and you know it was nice to talk to other moms about that and then have other people tell me like, oh my gosh, yeah, I remember like when I had my first, I was, you know, driving one time and I thought somebody was going to snatch the baby out of the car at the stoplight and I started crying at the stoplight and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do that too now because now that thought's in my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's all consuming. I feel that I, I, the other night I had a nightmare that my son got hit by a car and it was so real. I woke up in cold sweats. I was panicked. I couldn't sleep anymore. And it's just like, I've never felt that kind of fear until I become a parent. I, I like my, I've spent my life in combat sports. I, I wrestled, you know, in high school against guys. I fight for, for a living. And it's like, never in my life have I experienced that level of anxiety and fear mm -hmm. of like, what if something happens to my children? It is such a real thing. I'm like, it's yeah. so much scarier than getting into a fist fight or anything else i'm like oh so i feel you for that um I, I definitely sympathize with those feelings but um so why don't we talk a little bit i mean you got back into things quickly so what is uh what is going on with you and you know kind of what's some upcoming things that we can just look forward to as you you carry on with motherhood and and you know add to your list of successes oh man well uh I am, you know, back in the ring, like Renee said, um, I've been training uh, hard, very hard, probably a lot harder than people think. And, you know, one thing that's funny, you know, a lot of people have been critical of me in past as far as, you know, in ring work and stuff, because they don't know a lot about me and, you know, whatever people just speculate and whatever. Um, and I think people just assume, you know, well, Brandy's Cody's wife and he, you know, can just put her in, you know, whatever spot she wants to be in. And so she doesn't have to work hard and she probably doesn't train very much. Um, but right now I'm in ring at least three days a week. Um, I'm in gym seven days a week. Wow. So, I mean, I'm, I'm busting it as hard as I possibly can. Um, and that's because I want to do well. Um, I don't, I don't want to, um, yeah. not com have commit to something or not commit to something. Um, I, just really want to uh, be an actual contender. And, um, you know, I think that myself doing all the work that just makes me that much more confident when I do get back in the ring that, you know, I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what I'm capable of. And, um, you know, hopefully that translates. Hopefully people will actually pay attention and watch. Um, I've seen a lot of um, lately people saying how I'm like taking time away from other women and stuff. So that shows me that you don't watch. I haven't been uh, uh, here. So that's taking time away from women. That means maybe we've had one match a year. And that's a bigger problem. Uh, <laughs> clearly we don't. Clearly that's not the case. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, you know. Uh, so on the other side of things, I mean, we can anticipate you getting in the ring more. I mean, as you said, you, you're out there busting your ass in the ring, in the gym and all that. But as the chief brand officer for AEW, what other things are on the horizon for you guys? I mean, the company has grown so much in the little time that it's been around. Uh, what other kind of things do you guys have on the on the back burner? Uh, well, you know, we, we're lucky to have um, 
so much, like you said, so much success, you know, happening in, in, in such a short amount of time that makes uh, a lot of eyes and ears open up and, and people become curious uh, about a lot of different things. Um, so that of course creates more opportunities for us to continue to grow in different directions. So um, we've been, you know, recently having a lot of conversations with a lot of really cool organizations um, wanting to know more about us, wanting to, you know, maybe start to partner with us. Um, as everybody knows, we already have this phenomenal partnership with uh, Culture City. Um, we're continuing to grow in, in that partnership in that direction and just trying to service as many uh, fans and families um, that that Culture City touches as well. Um, but we are, you know, looking to expand the footprint and, and make that type of impact in as many areas as we can. Hell yeah. Uh, listen, you are a very busy woman. You've got a ton going on. I'm glad that we were finally able to connect to get you here on the show. I uh, would love to have you on anytime that you want to hop on and hang out with us and just talk uh, all things Brandy Rhodes, all things professional wrestling, all things AEW. We got it here for you guys. When are we going to know if there's going to be a season two of Rhodes to the Top? Whew, that is a great question. Um, I... I can't answer it. <laughs> I didn't love it, did you? It's probably tough, right? Love her answer. I didn't come up with anything. Um, but, you know, my hope is that um, we will know something soon. On that. Awesome. Great. Well, yeah. keep us posted. We're looking forward to seeing what the word is going to be on that. Uh, and good luck with everything. Keep sending me more pictures of sweet little baby libs. All right. Same to you. And we got to get you on a shot of brandy. So Yes. No yes. <laughs> done done and done hi everyone i'm hall of fame sportscaster leslie visser and i've got a new podcast in conversation where i'll draw from 45 years of covering the final four the nba finals wimbledon the world series the super bowl the olympics cbs even sent me to the fall of the berlin wall i think you'll enjoy the give and take so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the sxm app included in most subscriptions time to keep the sexy talk rolling here on throwing down with renee and misha because uh people magazine has listed their sexiest man of the year in none other than i need like a drum roll paul rudd paul <laughs> rudd everybody now this was very controversial to a lot of people i personally fucking love this choice i think paul really? rudd yeah I think he's charming. I think he's handsome. I think his career has withstood the test of time. He is a well-rounded man as far as I'm concerned. If he, I feel like, I actually, I was going to say if you bumped into Paul Rudd, I did bump into Paul Rudd one time when I was living in New York and he was walking down a back alley from a Broadway off, not even Broadway, an off-Broadway show that he was doing because he is that salt-of-the-earth kind of guy and he's very handsome, dazzling, dare I say. So I don't mind this choice. Well, I don't know if I necessarily come up with a better one, but he just doesn't really do it for me. I don't know. He has like such an innocence and a boy next door. I just feel like I, I just doesn't give me like the man vibe. Like, okay, like man. who would you pick? Who is your sexiest man alive? You sexiest can't say your alive. own man because that's cheating. I know. Um, okay, so the second sexiest man alive is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we have, we have like we've been talking to him a lot about a lot, and I'm just strictly talking about like let me like walk watch you walk 
past me? Like how many, would I want to watch you walk past me 10 times or zero times? Like, how do you look? Um, okay. But like Roman, I think Roman Reigns ah! is hot. Jesus He's so Christ. hot. I know. I just can't, I can't stop that. This is um, ridiculous. This is getting out of what, control. What's the name of the guy that played Thor? Chris he- uh, he- Chris Hemsworth. 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 Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah, he's he a babe. would definitely. He definitely. So he you want it? You want a man that you know that can kind of like pick you up if need be. Yeah, and you know what? They don't even need to be like tall and big. I actually, generally speaking, don't lean towards tall and big, which is odd, right? Because I know that I say uh, Roman Reigns is really uh, a handsome dude, but usually over six foot is like not my thing really yeah is that really weird usually over six that's foot is very not my thing. weird that's very weird i could do like weird. six one or six two that's still reasonable but okay. i generally prefer like five eight to six foot i don't like men too big they especially like when you get into like massive like bodybuilders and stuff they they actually, okay i don't like that they, they actually intimidate me like that's actually yeah. scary to me like i'm like you're kind of like part monster yeah, I don't like that either, but, like, here's what I like. And this will, you know, toot the horn of my husband. I like a guy to just be a fucking guy. I want him to be a little gross. I want him to be a little That hairy. is so not the sexiest man of the year. <laughs> so what are you talking it's about not, right now? But I'm, okay, I'm just going on personal preferences. That like, if I were, like, making that up, like, so my guy. Okay, okay, it's not okay. Paul Rudd. I get that that's Paul not Paul Rudd. Paul if Rudd I were, looks like a, like a 12-year-old boy who, like, got caught jerking off or something. Like, that's what I feel like when I look at him. Like, he's like, oh, like, he's like, uh. Like he always has that like kind of surprised look in his face. And he kind of looks like a boy. And I was like, it just doesn't really, he's, I'm sure he's really sweet. Yeah. Like, you really know, nice Paul guy, Rudd's but... never going to like give it to you. Let's be honest right? about that. That's just That's not just happening. That's not the vibe that I get. I feel like they have to Photoshop his jawline in, which I think looks good on the cover. He looks nice, but he still Actually, looks like a round faced boy to me. I got to interview Paul Rudd once when he was doing Ant-Man and he was so sweet. He was really lovely. Like he is not the guy that you just want to, you don't have like a one-off with Paul Rudd. He's like a long-term committed relationship and you just fall more and more in love with him. Yeah. Which is a great, a great quality. Husband. He probably would be a great husband. I'm yeah. sure of it. But I mean, we're talking about sexy here. We're not talking about okay. husband material. We're talking about husband material. He's probably great. He's probably fantastic. He looks really, you know, whatever that means. But we're talking about sexy, sex appeal. Okay, so if I had to pick sexiest man, I oh, I have one celebrity crush, one and one only. There might be a few, you know, auxiliary players. Uh, but I'm going to go with Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy does it for me. I think he is so hot. There's a little mystery to him, but okay. I also think he's, like, maybe a really nice guy. He's got a British accent. He's handsome as all hell, but he also just, like, there's a little danger about him. I like yeah, it. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. That 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 doesn't bother me. I like that pick. Um, Thank you. But okay, so who is what's the guy in the Vikings? The head guy, you know, the the main lead guy on the Vikings. So I don't watch Vikings, but I know you Edge from it. Edge, like the rated R superstar from WWE. He was in Vikings. I think um, his name is Edge Alexander. Is I'm looking it up right now. Ludwig. Oh, Hot. he is in the new show Heels. Yes, I know right? who he is. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, yes. You're right. He was in the Vikings, but he's not. Okay, no. The guy that was there before him, he's he took over. But he's he's attractive too, but he's not like the main. I think that like they had a new season and it was, mm, this is going to bother okay. me. 
Just well, last so yet. last year it was Michael B. Jordan, and I I can agree with that. I think Michael B. Jordan is hot as all hell. He's a yeah. very handsome, certainly can get it kind of guy. The year before that though was John Legend, and I feel like John Legend kind of falls under the same Paul Rudd category, where like he's probably like he seems like a great guy, so talented, so charming, but like too nice. Is he too nice? I don't know. Is he? I'm not sure either. Uh, he, he could be. Uh, what if, uh, I feel like people do really know. I'm basing this off of social media posts from his wife, um, Chrissy Teigen, because they seem like they have a lovely relationship. He fully supports her and all. he writes these incredible yeah. songs about his yeah. wife. Like, come on. That was like, I have to have that song at my wedding. When I saw there, I not only did I love the song, I loved it enough to look up the music video. Do you know how oh rare my God. that happens? Yeah. In a hell yeah. of it, and it really was all good, of right? you and <laughs> whatever. Like, oh my god, he's like playing the piano and he's just like, you know, admiring his beautiful wife. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, I know. Um, Travis Fimmel, that's who I was trying to think of. Do you know who that is? He plays Not Ragnar Lothbrock. Well, look him Not up, he's hot. He's okay. Hot. He would definitely be, you know, a top three contender for me. So people were really up in arms when Blake Shelton was the sexiest man alive. That was 2017, but I think Blake Shelton's kind of hot too. He's charming, he's funny, yeah. I, I think I, he seems like a good time to hang out with. Also a big guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, yeah, he's hot. He oh, is he's cute. definitely hot. Especially yeah. his character. And that's the thing. Sometimes okay. I think we kind of like get get into like a character. We get off on like that person that they're portraying. I have no idea what this guy, you know, I don't know. Anybody, you know who you else look is at really him hot? and I'm like, ooh. Can we look up Dry right Courtney? Can you look up Jai Courtney? Because he is hot as all hell, too. It's J-A-I Courtney, I think. Am I a stalker? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> he is very handsome. He's a handsome man. I interviewed him one time, too. I used to go do, like, press junkets sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's a very handsome man. Oh, like, yeah. I could. Yeah. Like, come on. I could see that. It's a yeah. good-looking guy. I mean, because we're talking about, I don't know. That's the thing for me is we're talking about sexy. It's like, I just, I like, I like a man. Like, yeah. I know it's weird that I don't need him to be um, super massive. And a, a lot of uh, women, I've always had, like, all women like really tall dudes for some reason. I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it so for me. Like, I, I don't didn't want you to always. break my back when I hug you. So um, John's huge. John is sick. Well, John's 6'3", like two, 225, man. 230. He's a big guy. But prior to John, like, my, my ex before John was not big at all. He was, like, 5'9 yeah. and a comedian. So, like, I, I have... Quite yeah. the, the spectrum of different tastes in men. I, I definitely don't have like a type. I think you might have a type. Do I? I don't know. Because I feel like all the guys, except for Roman Reigns, I actually think Johnny and Roman kind of fall in the same category. Not in height and builds, yeah, but in Roman's facial structure. Huge. Roman's yeah. gigantic. Yeah, and that's the thing. I like, haven't met him in person, and I just see pictures of him or whatever. And like, I'm not going to say you this. that. I, I can't say he, that. He I wears wouldn't. socks and flip-flops. Oh, God. So, Take You're ruining it for me, Renee. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Can't a woman just have her fantasy? I hope I just ruined so many people's day with that little nugget of information. Well, I think that Paul Rudd is deserving of being the the, mo- the sexiest man alive. Oh, The Rock was it in 2016. See, I don't find The Rock hot. Not my thing. No, no, but he's not an unattractive man. No, I mean, if, if God, you no. could tell you that Paul Rudd is up there, I could say the rock is, is equally equivalent. Like, you know what I mean? He's- Where does Channing Tatum fall for you? Oh, Channing Tatum's hot. 
definitely on the Richter scale of hot or not. He's definitely see, there's something hot. about him that I don't find that hot, even though I know really? looking at him no. on paper, I've seen he's him obviously a beautiful man. But for some reason, just doesn't. He's almost too pretty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'll take it. I like pretty. I guess I don't like pretty. I like a dude that's like a dude. I want him to like be a little stinky, a little dirty. Yeah, but, you know, we have to have a little variances in there. I don't think he's too pretty. I would definitely, I, I mean, yeah, he is hot. I would, I put him on the hot scale. What about Ryan? Ren- Where are you? Are you Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? If you had to pick one. Um, Ryan Reynolds is like, he's like attractive. Um, but I think I would probably go. Oh, yeah, I would go Ryan Reynolds. He's not exactly my my type either, but definitely not Gosling. Gosling just has like, I don't know, something about something about his lips. I don't know. Am I, I'm just being rude now, aren't I? What am I doing over here? Uh, I mean, th- I don't know. We got time to kill. This is what happens when you're you're doing a show for three hours. You say some shit you might regret. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're figuring it out. Michael B. Jordan, though, that's a good pick. Oh, my God. He's is a it very ever, attractive man. He is one of those guys. Like I feel like I would watch any movie he was in. Not only is he like an exceptional yeah. actor, but he is very handsome. He is a very, very handsome man. I completely agree. But at least we can agree on one. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been a really fun segment. I just want to <laughs> state that we both love our husbands very much. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> cover at the very end i like how you snuck that on there i second that love you honey <laughs> love you so much throwing down with renee and misha is part of the sirius xm podcast network the show is produced by michael russo and kelly murphy sound designed by Nari balen andy king is the director of sports podcasting for sirius xm special thanks to sirius xm senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting steve cohen and sirius xm fight nation program director marissa rivas Serious XM Podcasts.